Welcome to Review Without a Cause, the podcast where I review movies and or TV shows and I pretend to know what I'm saying and you're doing. Are you as surprised as I am that I just went on straight and just introduced myself professionally? Because I am. <laughs> um, Today, we're going to be reviewing us, our relationship. Like, what are we? <laughs> I'm kidding. The movie Us, it came out in 2019. Now, I know that I published a Halloween episode and I said that I didn't like horror films and I really don't but um we had a little get together in Halloween and we watched two horror films that were enough horror for me you know just enough and we watched um Happy Death Day which is about a girl who wake up wakes up every day and she gets killed every day and she has to figure out who kills her I, um, it's really entertaining. We had so much fun because it's a mix of comedy and horror. And I could have actually re reviewed that. But I mean, I had so much more fun with that one. Because I'll tell you something. Us is not a funny movie. I mean, partially. But no, it's not supposed to be. So um, Happy Death Day is really a recommend. I know it sounds really lame. And it, actually, it's full, like it's filled with cliches. But it's really fun. We did this drinking game. And it was really, really fun. So you should really do it. Just get together and do it, seriously. It doesn't have to be Halloween to drink and watch horror films. That is a Wednesday for me. <laughs> I really loved it. So we watched Happy Death Day and then we watched Us. Because one of us, one of us, wanted to watch it real bad. So we actually rented it, guys. We paid and um, extra for it as well. So basically, I'm going to give you a little bit of the synopsis so I can start uh, with the spoiler-free review of the movie. Uh, the synopsis is a family's serene bitch vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorize them oh before i forget um just a little few recommend things that i want to recommend to you guys because i mean i do recommend once in a while when you guys some of you guys write me and ask me hey have you seen this what do you think or hey i want to watch a movie tonight blah, blah 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 like i'm a service or something maybe i should just start um asking people for money i should just start getting paid for it um i have two youtube channels that i just discovered yesterday one is called 10 minute history because i was really <laughs> i was just wondering listen um portugal and spain i know that they were i think i think i don't know anything they were what they were once one and then they got separated but i wanted to know how what happened what the fuck happened over there because i didn't know so i googled on youtube and i came out this channel came out called 10 minute history and they're like really cute drawings and the the voiceover guy is really like a deadpan humor and it's really fun and it tells you about like history in the world but it's like exactly 10 minutes little history snippets 10 minutes gives you a lesson he does talk very fast so maybe you want to slow down the the velocity the speed of him um in the video but it's really really fun it's really um dry humor kind of like but he does teach you a lot of things and then i have the infographic show which um i saw andrew you know andrew i mention him every episode love the man gotta love him he was watching some movie some show the other day like some youtube video um and i was like what is that and he was like well that's the infographic show <laughs> of course the infographic show dude you know And yesterday I um, started watching them and they have a whole... Okay, so I'm a true crime lover to a certain degree. And they have a bunch of videos about like serial killers. 
and it's so great. And it doesn't look as terrifying because obviously it's just cartoons. Well, it's in infographics, so they, they're all graphics and animation. So it's really, really easy to watch. They have like about 18 videos of serial killers. I mean, they have other stuff. They have like history and they have like fun facts, paranormal stuff, um, uh, just informational stuff, infographic. You know, it's so oh my god it makes so much sense it's a graphic show so you should really definitely check it out it's really cool another thing that i've been loving you don't even care about this you just want to hear my review of us don't even if you don't even want to hear that why are you even here um so i've been obsessed with mafia slash drug movies how are you <laughs> i've been watching so it all started listen it all started because i wanted to get um to get some penelope cruz on the screen because she's gorgeous she's gorgeous she's, she's been gorgeous she was gorgeous and because she's spanish i'm always like you know what yes she's inspiration hashtag inspo so i wanted to watch blow because i knew she was in it it took her I'll, I'll tell you something it took her like fucking hour to get on the screen because, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but geez, she's not, I mean, she's listed like the second in the casting, but she's really not. Um, so they played me, they played me like a fiddle, uh, but it's Johnny Depp and it's Penelope Cruz, Franca Potente and some other people I don't care about. And she looks gorgeous, that's not the point. But then I was like, oh my God, I really enjoy drug movies. <laughs> I had a realization, I found my blessing in life and it is to watch drug movies. No, but it's really funny because drug movies, especially the ones filmed between nine, the 90s and early 2000s, um, they always have narration. It doesn't matter if it, fits, if it fits the film, if it doesn't. And it goes across many years. So the movies that I've been watching is like drug movies that are based on true events that are narrated by the people that it happens to. Now, two of the movies I watched were from Martin Scorsese. It makes sense that they're very similar in concept and format and the story because same director, duh. But Blow was the first one I watched. And even though it gets a bit, not, it is classy, but it's not, it's not that classy, you know. It's a bit dirtier. I watched Blow and I was like, oh my God, I have to keep watching this gangster live. Love it. Mainly because Penelope Cruz looked amazing and the outfits were amazing. And then I was like, you know what? Just like Maddie in Euphoria, what I want to do in life is be a gangster's wife because they get the best outfits in the films and they just sit home, get pretty. I mean, the drug addiction is not as fun. They're always drug addicts, aren't they? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down for that. Um, I'm high on life, baby. Uh, high on life. And, but no, I was really into the outfits and the makeup and how you can see them getting ready and they have a fight with the husband and then they... They all have very long nails. I'm not a fan of that either. Because obviously they don't have to work with their hands. They don't take care of the children. I'm not a fan of that either. Let's just focus on the fashion and the aesthetic of it all. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Goodfellas. Because everybody has told me that they love that movie. And it's the classic. Well, when you talk about mafia drug movies, it's a classic one. So I watched Goodfellas. It's alright. These movies are so long, guys. It's like, once again, I talked about this kind of phenomenon in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But you know when you're watching a movie and you can see the director and the actors just jerking themselves. It sounds horrible. That sentence, where is that going to end? <laughs> you can see them jerk off to the concept of the movie and to the 
how cool it all looks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're men. We're doing drugs in, in this movie. And we're telling a story. And there's only one female character. And all she can do is talk about other guys. So the Bechdel test is out of the window. Uh, but yeah, that kind of... I didn't like that very much. But, you know, that was... They didn't know any better. First of all, they're men. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Love the men. Can't get enough of them. Uh, but it was that time in cinema where people didn't care about female characters that much. They didn't care if uh, they were included in the film that much. They were portrayed in a very... Anyway, doesn't matter. Also, it was told from the perspective of the criminals. And some of them are always playing the victim. So, in all the movies, they play the victim. It's a kind of bullshit because they're drug lords. But, you know... I'm just not here to criticize. I'm here to tell you that that's what I've been doing this weekend. <laughs> and then I watched Casino because in Euphoria, which is um what I mentioned before, Maddie, played by Alex Demi. Demi? What is? I don't know. She talks about how she wants to be like Sharon Stone in Casino. And I was like, I got to check that out, girl. So I checked it out. And the outfits and the smile and the hustling, everything. I was like, yes, girl, that's who I want to be. So I might change my LinkedIn information and everything to like hustler. Although I don't think it's a very good idea to tell everybody that I'm a hustler. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just, I make it big. I'm almost about to get married to a very rich, wealthy, almost dying man. And then he comes to me and he's like, hey, your LinkedIn says you're a hustler. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, honey, no, don't be silly. Uh, but, you know, you got to be honest in business. So, anyway, I'm taking such a um, tangent here. That's what I've been watching. I've been watching gangster movies to just focus on the wife's characters because they're mood as fuck. They're very aesthetic and they're angry all the time, which I have the feeling women don't get the chance to be in our daily lives. If you're angry, people will be like, oh, you're menstruating. Oh, why are you angry? Don't be emotional. Don't get blah, blah, blah. But these girls don't fucking care. Oh, they're on drugs. I gotta mention that. But yeah, they're just angry. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Come on. You coming here? They don't talk like that. The ladies do not talk like that. Only men in the movies. But you know what I mean? So, Casino, Goodfellas, Blow. Watch all of them. Good stuff. I mean, I mean, they're not good movies. I mean, they are good movies. But the time has been very bad to them. Uh, they have aged very poorly. Just like American Beauty. Another thing that I was interested in, oh my god, this keeps on going. Another thing I was very interested in watching was Daybreak. It looks fucking amazing. It's about the end of the world and all the adults are dead. I mean, they turn into some zombie shit. I don't know. And I've heard that very good writing and it's it's not gonna end poorly, if you know what I mean? Like they include like sign language and all blah 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 blah. And it's about a guy who is trying to make it in the uh, like in the end of times where there are no adults anywhere and kids can eat candy <laughs> no i think it's kind of a statement of like yeah we're underage but we can take care of ourselves and adults are fucking monsters and they're done they're canceled maybe it has to do with global warming i don't know i haven't seen <laughs> that would be a show don't steal it okay don't steal it. that's my concept copyright it review without a cost copyright it um but that looks really cool. I want to watch it. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out and tell me how it is. Netflix, sponsor me. Thank you very much. Now, what the fuck? Let's just go. <laughs> Why am I still here? Why are we still talking about this? Let's talk about Us. I'm not going to make that joke twice. So, Us stars. Well, it was directed by Jordan Peele. You know Jordan Peele. Not because of a director. Although, Get Out, he directed that. He got a bunch of Oscars. I don't know how many. I just said a bunch. Is that okay? I hope it is. Um... But he's been a comedic actor in so long. Like, 
He does the voice of Duke Ellington in Big Mouth. He's been in Toy Story 4. What the hell? He Bob's Burger, he does a few voices as well. And the Muppets, he played himself in the TV series. Um, he's been Rick and Morty. My God. So, Robot Chicken. So, you can see um, he's been a comedic actor for so long. He also plays a role in Fargo. And he was a comedic kind of like comic relief so it comes as it it came as a surprise when he started directing horror films like Get Out and Us, but we are well like we are just thankful that it happened. So he's the director, he's a writer, and then the the cast includes Lupita Nyong'o. You know her because she won the Oscar for Ten Years as a Slave. She's also in Black Panther. Winston Duke is also from Black Panther. Um, Panther, Black Pants. <laughs> great superhero name black panther um winston duke is that guy he plays uh her husband then elizabeth moss you know because of mad men and the handmaid's tale you know her face tim heidecker i don't know who he is i've never seen him in anything else let's check it out he had a very like second secondary role but he did a good job he has been in i don't know any in the trial it's a mini series then in the TV series Decker, and he's been in a few other things. Not nothing that I recognize, to be honest. Sorry for all the. Sorry for all the um Team Heidecker fans out there. I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but anyway, then the daughter of Lupita Nyong'o is played by Shahadi Wright Joseph. Evan Alex plays the son. Then we have Jahia. Abdul, I'm so sorry, guys. Jahia Abdul Mateen the second, great name, dude. Who he was so handsome as well. He plays um a father figure. He has been he's handsome. Oh, he's been in Aquaman. Okay, and in the Get Down, great. Um, so it's great cast in this. They were all very well casted, and then we have Anna Diop and other people that I'm not gonna mention all of them. Then introducing Madison Carey. Who plays a very important character, and I won't say any. I won't say no more. You know, so let's go with the spoiler-free review. In on IMDb, they give it six point nine stars. I would give it seven, <laughs> seven point three, perhaps. I mean, to be honest, I don't have much experience with horror films, and I will say, it this was scary, but it wasn't the scariest thing I've ever seen. Although I don't like horror films, so I do not remember when was the last thing, last time I saw something. But uh, there were some elements in this. Obviously, it's a horror film. But the story is so amazing that you're so interested in the story. I just think that horror films... Now, there's been a rise in horror films with Midsommar coming out and Alice um, and Get Out. That people have realized that horror films do actually... are Like, they're able to carry a fucking story. You don't go, I mean, yes, people go to see horror films to make out in the dark and get some jump scares. But you need a good story to carry the plot. I'm tired, listen, I'm tired of this family who moves into a house and there's a fucking ghost in there. <laughs> like, girl, don't. Or like, oh, although, oh, we, we, we're a bunch of teenagers, like slash genre, you know? We're a bunch of teenagers, we're going on a camping trip, and we're all killing each other. Well, it turns out, that guy is a killer. I mean, I love those movies, actually, but um, 
it's an old genre that needs to be updated, I have the feeling. But if you like that and you want to see a new version of it, American Horror Story came out with um, an 80s-based um, story this year. I don't know if it's done because I haven't been checking on it. But uh, it stars everybody from American Horror Story, obviously. And it's about like young teenagers in the 80s who have sex with each other and there's a slash murder going around. So you should check it out if you like that kind of concept. It's been done again and again, but if you want to check it out, you can, 100%. Uh, but this is different. This tells a story. It's not the most unique original story ever, let me tell you. I haven't seen it out. I plan to, now that I know to what degree um, this horror, this you know, Jordan Peele takes a horror to. But I love a good story. I love when it was done. Um, we're all sitting around the table just discussing it because the story is so much better than you would think in a horror film. I'm tired. Like I said, tired of those families are moving to a fucking house. Get out. <laughs> Get it? Get out. Because it's also a Jordan Peele's film. Love me some puns. Um, the Yes. Amazing story. Amazing acting. My God. Lupita Nyong. I, she didn't get the Oscar for this. She, I don't think she even got nominated. Maybe she did. I don't remember it. I haven't checked. She, has an ama- she does an amazing fucking job. And whoever did the wardrobe and the makeup also did an amazing job. Her, she's just out of this world. I cannot spoil much, but she does an amazing job. I've always liked Lupita, and she always Lupita. <laughs> she always surprises me any chance she gets. Like if you watched her in Black Panther or Ten Years a Slave, and then you watch her now, so many different. Like oh girl, she's going, she's going places. Snap, snap, snap. Um, she was born in Mexico. I wonder if she speaks Spanish. Uh, that would be interesting to know. She was amazing. Her, she can get so creepy so fast. It was fascinating. Um, anyway. Then, there were some funny scenes, but they weren't funny. Like, they're not supposed to be found funny, just like the Joker. By the way, you guys love the Joker episode. Is it because it's a creepy story? Is it because um, it's a very popular film that came out and you guys want answers? What is it? What? Uh, I'm glad that you liked it, though. I'm so glad. And, um, funny scenes that they're not supposed to be funny... So the family in itself, Lupita, like I'm gonna say the character's name, Adelaide, Gabe, Zora, and Jason. Jay, <laughs> listen, Jason Derulo. I ruined it for everybody. We were watching the film, and every time they said Jason, I just we just sang Jason Derulo. Also, um, trigger warning for the dads character he dabs at the beginning of the film and we replayed it like three times and dabbed with him but i guess that was after watching happy death day and the drinking game so maybe we're a bit drunk but it was really fun so there are some 2019 influences there which are really funny and they kind of surprise you uh but you should um yeah it's really enjoyable the dad character is the comic relief in a way um, he's obsessed with a boat. That's not a spoiler. He's just obsessed with a boat that he's gotten. And I don't know. He's just really funny. Winston Duke does an amazing job. Um, I love that one. It was very good in such a horror film to have a comic relief. I just think it's a great 
um, it's a great opportunity for comedy because in horror films, you hold so much tension and tension can go both ways. Either you do a jump scare or you have some comic, like comedy. And in that case, Jordan Peele chose some comedy because obviously he's a comedic actor, so he does enjoy comedy. And this guy did amazing doing some comedy. He can do great comedy. Anyway, shout out to Winston Duke. Great comedian, apparently. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I really did enjoy it. I would give it a 7.3 stars. And um, I would watch it again because I have many questions. The movie, it does give you an an ending. But I'm still, I have questions. I got questions. Camila Cabello. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it has 81% of Metascore, I don't, yeah, I guess I kind of agree, people either liked it or thought that was really bland, there's so many hidden meanings, hidden messages, some wings to so many things that you, I watched one of those, again, I mentioned them again, new rockstars video explaining everything, the ending, the messages, the easter eggs, because they're amazing at that kind of thing, so I always send you guys that way because they know what they're doing i'm not i don't know what i'm doing um maybe i'll get a commission next time but basically that's it i really did enjoy it and i would really recommend it if you don't like horror films it's not that scary um yeah we we were all considering doing like a sleepover to sleep all together in the same room because some of us were a bit scared some of us yes me included but at the end of the day we didn't do it and it was fine i did have a bit trouble falling asleep <laughs> but um i mean i haven't seen horror films in ages okay give me a break so definitely check it out if you like horror films if you like horror films why haven't you seen this before and if you don't like horror films give it a chance maybe watch it in the daylight with your friends making jokes meanwhile that's what i try to do anyway um but i'm really excited to talk spoilers guys i'm really excited so why don't we just go into the spoiler zone and let's leave those weirdos losers who haven't seen the film out here you can't come in do you know the password no you don't you don't come in no stay outside i'm sorry you're not vip <laughs> bye uh okay so let's go into the spoiler zone and let's discuss like let's open up this body of a movie take the bowels and take the organs jesus um and let's discuss this let's get in it let's get deep in it okay spoiler zone is on what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck listen i got many questions like i said i'm not gonna repeat the joke um what the fuck happened is she is she not she is isn't she so at the end of the movie we find out that lupita nyong'o's character adelaide has actually was actually switched now we have the tethered and we have the people on the surface and Lupita Nyong's little girl uh, version, well, her as a little girl goes into the Hall of Mirrors, and then apparently the tethered version of her goes up, and then they meet, and then the one chokes the other, and then they change places, so the human, I'm just gonna call her human, even though they're both human, but the human version of Adelaide gets stuck down there, and the tethered version of Adelaide goes to the surface, that is why she doesn't speak, because she doesn't know how to fucking speak, not my problem, as you can see, and then the human version it's in the tether it's in the tethered world so she doesn't speak as much and she goes fucking bats i love halloweens it's freaking bats um that's a vine reference by the way 
welcome to my podcast um so the moment that I saw or the moment that we my group and me saw that she couldn't speak after the incident I already was suspicious that something had happened that she wasn't the same but I didn't know how it actually worked because it was pretty I mean it wasn't pretty clear to me but it was really kind of you know that she was and it gives you they give you so many hints throughout in that scene where she's in the psychologist or therapist and she's waiting because her parents are talking uh to the therapist and they're like yeah she needs to start dancing whatever she lines up the animals in a line just like she does just like the tethered people end up doing at the end of the film which gives you a clue of like oh she's the tethered version of Adelaide but if they do that at that Adelaide turns out to be a normal healthy kind of human so does she forget about what happened? Does she still remember that she was a tethered and she escaped? Because I was really confused about that. Does she remember where she comes from? Does the other girl remember that she was actually human? Well, she was actually born in the human world and got sent down there. And that's one of the questions that I had because I wasn't sure. And they had conversations between them, like Adelaide and the tethered version of Adelaide read. And they didn't mention that they got switched. I mean, I know it's a film and it's supposed to be a plot twist, but that's kind of like blurry to me. And I know it's the movie universe. You're not supposed to explain everything. And it's kind of better if they don't explain it because it's a hard... The thing about the genre is it doesn't need answers. If this were like an adventure film or if this were like um, just a thriller, maybe the answers would be wanted. But if it's a horror film, it's kind of crazier if it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Doesn't make sense? It doesn't matter because it's a horror film. Um... Another question that I had, is Jason also a shadow? Jason Derulo, is he also a shadow? Because um, some people mentioned that, well, the new Rockstars video, they mentioned that Jason was able to light the lighter last summer, but he had forgotten how to use it. And then they somehow seem to be closer together, the tethered version and the real Jason seem to be closer together than the other tethered versions because they imitate each other's movements and that is how jason gets um away with killing pluto because he's imitating him and then he gets uh scorched like barbecue like fine barbecue so i wonder if who is who because at the end of the movie jason gives a look to her his mom kind of like i don't know and I might be it too. And then New Rockstars also mentioned the fact that they were, when they were on their way to the beach for the first time together, they play music. And then Adelaide is kind of like doing this. Can you hear it? I hope so. And then, but she's off rhythm with the music. And then Jason keeps following what she's doing. But they're both off beat with the music, but they're in sync with each other, which could mean that they do not belong in this world, but they are together. You know, they go in deep analysis. I think it could be right. I think maybe he got also changed last summer. You know, he could do this lighter trick that I just mentioned. And then he got to the Hall of Mirrors somehow. And he got also swapped just like Adelaide and Red did. And then he came back and, you know, then he doesn't remember how to use the lighter. He also seems to be really odd. They do other clues in the video. Um, and... Um, he just seems to be one of the tethered ones more than the actual one of the actual human beings. And 
Oh my god, I'm sorry. And I think um, that's also a question that we will never know the answer to. Just like, how did they get so many scissors? <laughs> I know the scissors is kind of like, because of the metaphor of the line of people, and when you cut this, like, the out, what's it called? The out, I don't even know this thing where you hang people. You know what I mean? Oh, that sounds horrible. The thing that she cuts out of paper, like scissors, this thing made out of paper where you cut the shape of people and you hang it on the wall. That is the metaphor. And that's why they're all red. They're wearing red. And that's why they're wearing this. Um, this that's why they use scissors because they're cutting the connection with the people in the real world. You know, they're separating themselves from their um, other versions of themselves. So they don't want to be tethered anymore. They don't want to be the shadow anymore. They want to be the real thing. The real deal, dude. Um, let's talk about how fucking crazy Lupita Nyong looks. Red, my god, the voice is one of the creepiest things that I ever heard. The way she moves, Lupita Nyong does an amazing job. I know she's a trained dancer, a ballet dancer, I believe, I'm not sure. And she moves, like, only in angles, like, certain angles, right angles, because when she was underground in the tethered world, she only had like corners and hallways so she keeps moving like that which i think it's so clever and so creepy and she moves so smoothly that's one of the creepiest version like that's one of the creepiest things that she moves really slowly and usually in horror films is like they go and rah, and they scream at you and they th- like jump at you but she's just so smooth she moves so like softly and her voice is just so apparently she um she was trying to imitate some kind of like, mm, not disease, some kind of um, problem on the throat, a spasmo- spasmodic dysphonia. And it's, it, she based herself on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And, and it's where the, I don't know, you get spasms, so your voice sounds kind of weird. But also the fact that she hasn't had, talk to anybody when she's down there because obviously she's the real Adelaide so she could talk but she was stuck down there so she couldn't talk to anybody maybe she hasn't used the throat in years and also she got choked by Red or by the other person you know what I mean and maybe she heard her vocal cords so that's why she sounds so fucking crazy and that's another hint that we should have picked up on the fact that she's the only one of the tethered people who can talk She's the only one. So she must have learned somehow. Somewhere. The others react to like. And blah, 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 and they do this gruntle thing. Uh, but she does talk. And it's like. Um, Adelaide. I'm talking about the one that we see from the beginning. That has a family. You know the normal one. Um, and she. At the end when she fights Red. She does this gruntle like growl. Which she, you can tell that. Mm, her animalistic native way of communicating comes out which is really interesting and that's another another hint and also she's wearing white at the beginning and with the blood and everything throughout the film it gets red redder so you can tell that oh she's actually turning into herself because she's going closer home and when she eventually is down there her shirt is practically red because of the blood of everybody but that's the statement of like hey actually this has been me all along um there was some other uh, influences in the film like thriller by Michael Jackson because you see first of all the red although it comes with the that thing that I talked about the shapes of the 
people that you cut from and that you cut out. But also because he's wearing a red leather jacket and the glove that uh, Red and the others wear. That's also a kind of a Michael Jackson style. I mean, it takes place in 1987 or 6, yeah? And that's where the um, Hands Across America thing happened. So also that's a very big inspiration, obviously, because Adelaide, I'm talking about the real girl that got swatched and got sent down there. That that was the last thing she saw. That was the last thing she knows about the world out there. So that's what she got inspiration from. And I guess, and now the point is, what is the fucking point of um, Adelaide doing all of this? Like, um, Red, actually, sorry. It's really confusing, you know what I mean? The one who had the vision and made it all happen. Why did she do it? To make a statement of like, we're down there. The government made us and forgot about us. But we're down there and we're part of you. Um, and I guess it only works in the UK, in the US because it's a government project. And in the beginning of the film, they tell you all those tunnels and all those things. They are only in the US. And actually, Adelaide, while she's uh, talking to her family and discussing how she's going to escape, she says, let's just go to New Mexico, like Mexico. Because she knows, because she's been down there. She knows that it's only the U.S. Which is really interesting. And also, the title us, U.S. United States. What? What? No. Yes. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? So it's kind of like uh, the United States. It's kind of a message Jordan Peele is trying to say, I think. Kind of like, you're looking for the enemy outside. You're trying to... F- start wars you're trying to get you think the enemy is coming for you from the outside but we're our our own worst enemy we are the ones who uh, are fucking ourselves up because you see the the character the family being obsessed well the father is obsessed with wealth because he wants to get the boat and then the daughter is with the phone all the time and you see that other family that I i haven't mentioned till now Elizabeth Moss and the others, um, they're obsessed with wealth and with, um, you know, capitalism or maybe with, cons- with cons- you know, consumer culture and they get killed by themselves because, you know, they're their own worst enemy. So I guess that it can be seen as a little message from Jordan Peele to be like, yo, we're fucking ourselves up. I'm not talking about global warming, but I'm talking about we're doing this and we're hurting ourselves and we sh- have to take a step back and look what's happening. Because it's coming from ourselves. I know it gets deep over here, doesn't it? I don't know if you guys like it when I get uh, when I get deep. But anyway, that's, sometimes that's who I am on a Monday. You know what I mean? Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. I really think it was a great film. I really enjoyed it. And the acting of Lupita Nyong was just like, oh my god. Every time it was like giving us a sip of fresh water. She is so fresh. She was so... Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. she did an amazing job her eyes are the most terrifying thing I've ever seen like seriously another thing where we all were screaming at the beginning when they're standing in the driveway and they're like there's a family on our driveway I was like girl no I'm out I'm out and then they're all standing hand in hand obviously a foreshadowing of what's to come and then I think it's Lupita Nyong who does like this or does like like that and then they s- scatter they scatter like the rats of Ratatouille in the kitchen. They do flush and then they go everywhere. And that is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. And we all screamed when we were watching it. We we're like, oh my God, how the fuck did that happen? They move so smoothly. That is terrifying. 
uh but yeah it was it's really scary but at the same time it's not that scary so you'll be fine if you don't like horror films that much you will be fine um oh my god i'm 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 kind of like i went to a halloween party i dressed up as a cool cat in case you didn't see on my instagram and um i guess i was yelling too much or i was whatever i was doing my throat hurt so much so you know it's not the best moment to record my podcast but i persevere my children i keep working for you guys i work hard is that a song is that a song it doesn't matter i would uh i would have done a joke right now but it's too late now overall great movie i really enjoyed it um great ending i think and it makes it makes you think you know it makes you think how long has this been going on what is the point of this does this make sense and no it doesn't but it doesn't have to make sense i guess even though i love i need some resolution i'm a capricorn you know but it was a great film i really enjoyed it and i would watch it again to just pick up on little things that i haven't seen before and I will definitely watch Get Out now that I know Jordan Peele's style. And I'm really excited to look into more horror films. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Should I? Oh, my God. Oh, stop. Mm, the film, oh, the music was amazing. That needs a shout out because the music was so good. Um, It's like with strings. And that's also very common in horror films that they use strings, like instruments, because they are the creepiest, I assume. Great stuff. Great stuff. I know that I'm reviewing this so late. I know it came out this year, but it's like November. And this came out. When did this came out? When did that come out? When did this come out? Let's check it out. March, guys. This came out in March. So I'm kind of late. I'm a few months late. But you know what? Better late than ever. Better late than never. Sorry. No, than ever. Than never. So, if you learned something from this review is go explore into horror films that are not just jump scares and horny people having sex in the woods and just look for a good story. And if you're a screenwriter, just write a good story that people want to get excited about. Don't just write a dark house with pe- with things moving around. I know, I know it might be cheaper, but at the end of the day, who's going to watch that shit? There's so many of them. Seriously. Um, so, yes, I give it a kudo. I'll give it a great applause to this movie because it's a horror film with a great story. doesn't happen that often. And that's all I got to say, to be honest. This weekend, I've realized I want to be a gangster wife and I watch a horror film. I've grown as a person. How about you? How was your weekend? Um, if you want to tell me how your weekend was, great segue. Ooh, proud of me. Proud of myself. I'm on Instagram at Sarcastic Dimples and at Review Without a Podcast. If you want to write me an email, do you want to? You can. I'll let you. You can write me an email at um, reviewwithoutacost at gmail.com. And if you want to sponsor me on Patreon, <laughs> are you kidding me? I would love it. Patreon.com slash reviewwithoutacost. And if you don't want to, it's all good. Anyway, I'm doing this. I'm doing this for the guys. I'm doing this for the experience. The money was the friends I made along the way. Um, so anyway, that's all. That's all there is to do. Thank you so much for listening. And have a nice day, uh, week today. And hope you have a nice life as well. Just just throw it out there. And hydrate. 
and don't go to Halloween parties and yell because your throat will hurt. And what else? Always be nice to your tethered versions. And carry scissors everywhere. And that's it. Bye.